The Associated Press reporting there's a big problem in the state of Illinois, and as you might expect, it's with the government. It seems as though the AP was conducting research on the condition of public water storage in the U.S., but they hit a block when they got to the land of Lincoln. It turns out there are 1,965 dams in the state of Illinois, but information about them kept under lock and key. The Dam Safety Division of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources is comprised of three full-time employees whose job it is to visit 550 dams a year each, but apparently that's not happening. What is happening can be surmised in this headline. Illinois fails to release its dam safety information, leading dam watchdogs to speculate that the DNR's Dam Safety Division isn't doing its damn job. <laughs> well, dang it. Doggone it. Cliff, I don't know if you saw this or not, but it happened in Washington State. What's that? I didn't even know this was pa- possible. A package of highly contagious urine samples. <laughs> I don't know what it, that would even be. What would they be infected with? I don't know, but they were accidentally delivered yeah. to a movie theater while the show was playing. Okay. Luckily, the theater was playing that Charlie's Angels movie, yeah. and it was already empty at the time, and no one was hurt. <laughs> Highly contagious urine samples. I don't, oh. Wow. You don't want to touch that with no, a 10-foot pole. No, no. I don't yes. know if anyone is aware of this, but I am. What's that? I'm working here at Country 98. What are One. you? To what are you referring? This is Hand Washing Awareness Week. <laughs> I had no idea. Yes. And here's a little thought, Cliff. Okay. More people, I believe, would mm. wash their hands after yes. being in the men's room yes. or the ladies' room if the sinks were outside the restrooms instead of inside, where we could all judge you when you came out. Oh, no, that's that's entirely correct. Because if it's in public, we know whether you did it or not. Yes. <laughs> inside, and I've seen it done many yeah. times, mm-hmm. the uh, blow machines they have on the walls. Yeah. Guys will just walk over to the machine and let it blow a little bit, having never <laughs> washed their hands. <laughs> Do they even bother to put their hands under the stream of hot air? Well, you have to put them under there to make them go. You know, the ones that are like that. And like, dude, I'm standing here. Yeah. I know you're just (laughs) blowing air. It's kind of what the boss says about you. (laughs) Kind of does. Yes, that's true. I mean, this story of a weekend event in Western Canada proves why proofreading is important. Comox Valley is a city of about 66,000 on Vancouver Island, and the Chamber of Commerce types there Saturday organized their big Christmas parade. Now, it promised to be quite the stupendous affair with a craft fair all day, a visit by someone known as Captain Thunderpants at 10.30 a.m., and then finally in late afternoon, the actual parade itself. As usual, event organizers undertook some promotional efforts to make sure everyone was aware because you can't go and have fun if you don't know it's happening. Those promotions included a fairly large quarter-page-sized ad in the local paper, the Comox Valley Record. Said advertisement included all things I just mentioned and all the parade sponsors and one other event you can be sure got lots of attention because a small typographical error indicated that instead of the usual guest of honor, parade-goers could actually... Get their picture taken with Satan. <laughs> I don't know who I would fear more. <laughs> Satan or Captain Thunderpants. 
And one thing's for sure, Cliff. What's that? If you uh, actually had Satan at your uh, Christmas parade, yeah, you would know who was on the naughty list this by whoever was in line there. Right? Hey, <laughs> brace yourself. I have bad news. What's that? Due to the weather conditions, yeah, throughout the United States, <clears throat> yeah, experts are saying that we are on the very tip verge. Tip verge. Tip verge. Is that a new? New adjective? Yes, the tip verge verge. of a French fry shortage. I saw that. Yes. Yes. (sighs) Dramatic losses in potato production means there will be a French fry shortage. And the prices of potatoes will go way up. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Supply and demand. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to predict, Cliff, how all of this is going to turn out. Yeah. But I know one thing that won't happen. What's that? People finally choosing the apple slices at McDonald's. (laughs) That is not going to happen. You're right. No. No, you're absolutely right. On our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning, we have the question, what's a bizarre thing one of your youngsters (laughs) wants for Christmas? (laughs) There is some absolutely fantastic answers on there, but my favorite has to be a sloth. (laughs) Some kid wants a sloth. (laughs) Youngster wants a sloth. (laughs) He's already done the research, Cliff. Oh, he has. Huh? On what it takes to raise one, the habitat and all of that, yeah. what a sloth eats. <laughs> and I don't think that's going to happen at the house. But it is a cool, bizarre request for Santa Claus. Well. I can't think of anything bizarre, Cliff, that I actually wanted as a yeah. kid. I have a regret of something I passed up on. What was that? Well, you know, I'm the youngest of three. Yeah. And so my mom, for a couple of years, would hint around, would you like a little sister for Christmas? (laughs) Now, I didn't really know where kids came from. Right. But I knew it had something to do with a hospital. Yeah. And my mom worked at a hospital. Yeah, so there was a possibility she could come home any day with a little sister. And that was my fear that all of a sudden, (laughs) there the little sister would be. And I regret saying no about that, Cliff. Why is that? Because I had short-sighted goals back then when I was a youngster. You did. Yes. (laughs) I was thinking of all the bad things that could happen with a sister in the house. Yeah. With us three boys. Yeah. I didn't think of the long-term goal that hopefully, fingers crossed, (laughs) she would love to shop, thus eliminating a lot of my shopping problems because I hate to shop. Yeah. Hey, sis, here's some cash. (laughs) Go go shop for me. (laughs) Please, knock yourself out. I never really thought about that that's an excellent idea actually now there's some ladies that don't like to shop but hopefully i would have got a sister that (laughs) loved to shop and that would have i regret that now cliff well what's coming up at eight o'clock this morning here's what's coming i'm just like that was a long-winded story and that's all we got out of it well that's it (laughs) i just regret that now we got regret. I got regret, <laughs> yes. The story and the longness is a regret. It doesn't matter what you did on Thanksgiving. It probably wasn't nearly as interesting as this couple in Clearwater, Florida. Perhaps that's why Susan Rossillo and Robert Kellogg are now both in jail, each on a $10,000 bond. Admittedly, both already had lengthy rap sheets. In fact, just last month, Susan was convicted of an open container violation when police found her with a can of Bud Light. And as for Kellogg, well, he's been arrested for disorderly conduct, trespassing, battery on a law enforcement officer, and obstruction. But each of those crimes apparently were just warm-ups for what happened on Thanksgiving. As police say, around 7.45 p.m., they found the couple having sex on the sidewalk in front of the Capitol Theater in downtown Clearwater. Both were found, as you might say, 
pantsless and directly in the act when police pulled up. And just for identification purposes, Mr. Kellogg is 60, Ms. Rossillo is 70. You could break a hip messing around like that in a sidewalk. <laughs> I broke my mind's eye thinking of this. <sighs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'd like to say thank you, but no, I'm not going to. Well, comedian Pete Davidson is in the news, Cliff, for something he's been doing for several months. Pete, Pete Davidson? Yes. That's not a name... I'm really familiar with He's a stand-up comedian, and okay. he's asking his audience, actually he's requesting and making the audience, okay. sign a non-disclosure agreement before you come in to watch him perform. Oh, oh, okay. It was on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yes. If I remember right. And you have to give him your, your uh, social media password and username <laughs> so they can make sure that you don't ever say that his show was good or bad. <laughs> You can't have any comments whatsoever, and a million-dollar fine if he catches you breaking your agreement that you sign when you go into his concert. That's a that's a long list of requirements just to go see a stand-up comedy act. And just think what he could get if he was actually funny. So I'm thinking, <laughs> Cliff. So, no, uh, you're right. I'm thinking yeah. where Pete is zigging, we should zag on this program. Okay, so he says, you can't ever talk about what I do. Whether you like what I do or whether you don't like what I do, you can't talk about it publicly. Yes. And I and, think... And if you do, you have to pay me a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think, Cliff, yeah. how about we have our wonderful 11 listeners okay. all sign a disclosure agreement okay. promising <laughs> to tell at least right. six people so, about this show so, this, so people know that it even exists. So this is not a non-disclosure agreement where you can't talk about us. No, no. This is a disclosure agreement where you're required to talk about us. Yes. Good or bad. <laughs> wait, wait, it I was going to say, what if they don't like us? That's fine. <laughs> Long if, as you're talking. What if they think we stink? That's okay. <laughs> they won't be alone that way. Well, that's true. I mean, there are people who have actually said that to my face. Yeah, you guys are too. awful. Yes, I've heard that too many times. I've heard from people in the building, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> we'll have them sign an agreement, too. That's right. You must talk about us. Six people? Six people. think I could write up some kind of a contract? I think them? you should do okay. that. I've never been so fancy as to have one of those uh, electronic toothbrushes. I do mind the old <laughs> manual way. Okay. But there's a report out this morning that, yeah. um, well, some Oral-B toothbrushes. Yeah, are counterfeits. Oh, no, really? And I'm wondering how you would know if your Oral-B toothbrush was a counterfeit. Was a counterfeit? Yes. I don't know. I don't either. I mean, are we to that point where in the uh, underworld of counterfeiting, we pretty well ripped off everything we can, and we're now we're just working on toothbrushes. We're down in your mouth, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know if it looked like a foot, maybe. That'd be a shaped, sign. Yes, if it's That'd, shaped like, if like a foot. If your toothbrush is shaped like a foot... <laughs> That's probably a pretty good sign that it's counterfeit. Pull it out of the package and there's no bristles on the end of it. Counterfeit. That, yes, yes. All your <laughs> all you're brushing with is a piece of plastic in your mouth. Yeah, probably fake. Not the real thing. On our Facebook page, it's a yeah. bizarre present mm-hmm. that one of your children has asked for sometime during their lifetime. <laughs> so far, or yeah. at least I thought, no one could outdo sloth. Yeah, some kid wanted a sloth as yeah. a pet for Christmas. But then... Yeah. This reply came in moments ago. Yeah. My mom got myself and my siblings graveyard plots. <laughs> that this person, wow. this person that posted it 
turned down saying, I'm not going to be buried there. <laughs> <That's right>. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Here's a spot we can bury you. That's a little different for a Christmas present. Wow, that would make me a... It kind of ruined the whole Christmas you spirit. Know, there, there was, and there was one that, I, as I was looking through the list, someone said that their son, was it their son who wanted flat cat gear? Yes. And I had to Google that. And as it turns out, it's, uh, flat cat gear is uh, self-contained, lightweight, small uh, cooking stoves and pots for backpackers, which I thought was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I thought it originally had something to do, as it turns out, it doesn't. I thought it had something to do with uh, roadkill. <laughs> That's not the case, though. No. <laughs> this time of season, Cliff, it brings out the very best in people, and it can also bring out the worst in people. <laughs> I was getting ready to counter what you were talking about the best, and I'm going, and the worst, too. It can do that. Yes. And maybe, possibly today, or maybe yeah. it's already happened to you, yeah. someone... Is going to be very mean to you. It's entirely possible. And the first reaction we all have is anger. But take a little comfort knowing that perhaps they're not a really a bad person, that maybe they're just a little unhappy, mm-hmm. things going on in their life that yeah. you don't know about and this I don't is, know about. Well, that's true. It's absolutely true. They're frustrated, a little yeah. down in the dumps. Mm-hmm. So if it happens to you today or in the near future or any time, I guess, even in the distant future, yeah, just relax Take a deep breath, mm-hmm. give them a big smile, and plot your revenge accordingly. <laughs> no, revenge really works, Cliff. It does? It, it actually okay. does work, yes. Okay. I don't know, Cliff, but I've done this a lot in my life. What's that? You ever looked at a national chain? Let's just pick one. We'll just say Walmart. Okay. You ever picked out one of those stores and wondered in your mind, I just wonder how much they sell in one week in that one store <laughs> right there. No, I, I, I do that all the time. I, I do as well, um, I, because, you know, personal reasons. I spend a lot of time in the Walmart in Princeton. Yes, and I know a lot about what goes on in the Walmart in Princeton. And when they set up a uh, semi uh, mobile freezer unit during the holidays to do nothing more than store turkeys, <laughs> you gotta wonder how much is going out the front door. In a week's time. In a week's time. How many pallets of toilet paper are being sold at the Walmart? I, I totally wonder that nearly every time I go in there. Yes, the total. Yes. I always wonder the total number. Well, I want to know the dollar. The do, well, okay. The dollars of how much is going out of here. And yeah. I can't tell you about the uh, Walmart here in town or anywhere else. Yeah. But I can tell you mm-hmm. the most profitable location of Krispy Kreme donut oh, really? places. <laughs> yes. Well, it's kind of up my alley. Okay. Did a little research. Yeah. It's not even in the United States. That's surprising. Yes. Is this uh, a ticket to the bank thing? Oh, yes, it is. After a little bit of research, Cliff, I found out that Krispy Kremes yeah. have about 1,300 stores worldwide. Okay. And the store in Dublin, Ireland leads all of the rest. Really? As its most profitable location (laughs) that's odd i think so too okay this store in ireland pulls in on Mm -hmm. average per week Mm -hmm. about three hundred and thirty thousand dollars of sales (laughs) three hundred and thirty thousand dollars in seven days yes on average what's a donut cost at 
99 cents. So basically, they're serving 330,000 donuts a week. I mean, there's coffee there, too, and other things but like that. But for simplicity's sake, a third of a million donuts go out the door there every week. Every single week. <laughs> wow. And all of that you can take to the bank. Yeah. Mercy. That's almost unbelievable. But it's mm-hmm. true. Here's Luke Combs on the Morning Road Show. I don't know how Hasbro thinks this is going to be a great idea. Was it the toy maker? Yes. Okay. They've just released, just in time for yeah. Christmas, a longer version of Monopoly. <laughs> longer? I did not know that could be possible. You see, Cliff, when I played Monopoly, I hated that game so much, I wanted to go to jail, so I had to pay 50 bucks to get out and go bankrupt. <laughs> Yeah. I would buy the yeah. most obnoxious properties knowing you're never going to land on because I wanted no part of this game. But in this longer version, there's three of everything on there. Like there's three boardwalks, three okay. park places. You throw one die, not two. Okay. And yeah. even if you go bankrupt, yeah. the game continues and you still have to play. <laughs> It only ends when somebody owns everything. Well, that's going to go on forever. No kidding. This game would be horrid. <laughs> you know what I saw? What? There's, it's, you remember the, the other game that was pretty well close to Monopoly was the Game of Life. Yes. Remember that game? Spin the wheel. You spin the wheel. That game <clears throat> seemed like it went on forever as well. Yes. But there's a new version of the Game of Life out now. And it's a whole lot more like real life because it's the Game of Life now with soul-crushing debt. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm totally serious. Soul-crushing debt. I think it's a target. <laughs> well, at least you know what you're getting into. Well, this is true. Aren't we all? <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, step number three. Highly contagious urine samples. Number two. A master's degree in poopology. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> I know, I know. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Number one, morning road show phrase for today. Merry Christmas. Here's a place we can bury you. That <laughs> <laughs> came off of Facebook. <laughs> sure Sad but true. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.